0: Welcome to today's Emun a Minute. The Gemar Meseches Yumo that we are currently studying in Dafyomi goes through the entire process of the Kohen God of the High Priest's Avodah, his sacrificial service on Yom Kippur and the Gemara was making note of the process of vidui, the process of confession. Without getting into all the technicalities, the Gemara explains that the Kohen would offer up a variety of different sacrifices, a variety of different karbanos, and he would confess, confess his sins, confess the sins of his family, the Kohanim, Klal Yisrael, over these various offerings. And the Gemara notes something very interesting, that the first time the Kohen Gadol, the first time the High Priest does a confession, recites vidui, he asks for forgiveness for himself, but not for his fellow Kohanim. And it is only during the recitation of the second vidui, the second confession, that the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, then goes on to ask for forgiveness not only atone for me, the Kohen Gadol says, but also, Ubine Aaron amkidoshacha, also atone for the sons of Aaron, for the sons of Aaron, your holy nation. And the Gemara says, why is it that the Kohen Gadol doesn't ask for forgiveness for his fellow Kohanim with the first confession, and only goes ahead and asks for forgiveness for his fellow Kohanim with the second confession? And the Gemara gives a beautifully simple yet dramatic answer. The Gemara says, Tanadabay Rabbi Yishmael, the great sage Rabbi Yishmael taught, because this is the appropriate course of action, namely, mutav yavo zakai vi ala Let someone who is cleansed, who is pure, who is innocent, come and atone for he who is liable. And don't go ahead and allow someone who is liable or culpable to atone for someone else who is liable or culpable. Or in other words, what the Gemara says is, let the High Priest, let the kohen Gadol, first do his own vidui. First let him confess his sins. First let him clean up his own mess. First let him rectify himself. First let him achieve atonement for himself. And then after Amir Sashimi is successful in that endeavor, then, and only then, Can he go ahead and atone for other individuals? And I think that there are two lessons, two dramatic lessons that come out from this. Lesson number one is the need to focus on fixing yourself before you try to fix anyone else. So often, we love to fix other people. We're so good and so perceptive at seeing at what's wrong with this one and what's wrong with that one. And I can give you your life plan and I can tell you exactly what you need to fix, how you need to fix it, the timeline that you need to use, the internal, external tools that will be useful for you. I could tell anyone and everyone everything and anything they need to fix. Yet when it comes to myself, somehow I'm often blind to my own imperfections Blind to my own faults. Lesson them when the Gemara says that before Aaron, before the High Priest, atones for his fellow kohanim, take care of yourself first. khila. like the Gemara says, get your own affairs in order before you try to straighten out and rectify anyone else. Make sure that you do your vidui. Make sure you do your tshuva. Make sure that you are forging the right personal identity for yourself. Before you try to help save the world. And lesson number two is it's interesting how the Gemara understands here that the high priest achieves his tshuva ultimately through vidwe. What's vidwe? Vidwe is just confession. Remember I've committed averus, and a person says, I've done this specific Averos, and I'm embarrassed over what I did, I have regret over what I did. I'm never going to do this again, that's vidu, that's confession. And it's interesting that the Gemara says that as soon as a person recites their confession, they are zakai, they are innocent. They are righteous, I but I haven't changed anything. I haven't done anything. All I've done is recited Vidui, a confession. But you see from here the power of pers- changing perspective. That even though you're right, the Kohen God the High Priest did not change his actions, it's the middle of Yom Gippur, he's confessing, he hasn't changed his behaviors per se, he hasn't demonstrated a resolve to go ahead and live differently, he hasn't changed anything in his lifestyle, he hasn't been tempted once again to sin and yet resisted the temptation, yet we see that as soon as a person has a mind sh- a mindset shift, that as soon as a person has a paradigm shift, as soon as a person begins to think differently, and a person says to him or herself, I wanna be different, I want life to be different, I want life to be better, I want to be better, even though nothing has actually behaviorally changed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that Kabbalah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that commitment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees that resolve, and it is meaningful in the eyes of the Ribbon Hoshul Olam. Two powerful lessons taught us from the Kohen Gadol. Number one, fix yourself before you fix the world, and number two, never underestimate a change of perspective. Never underestimate a change of mindset. It's true. A change of mindset, a change of perspective is not enough. I have to change my behaviors also if I want to really affect change. But there is incredible prof- profundity in the intellectual, emotional, cognitive shift as well. These are the lessons of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Maybe and Yer Hashem to take them with us each and every day. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.